we always tell you, you know, let's, if you can start with a part-time role, start there, build your hiring confidence and get better and better at hiring A players, and then move over to hiring A players for higher level roles in the business. Because the reality is, is you have much more at stake if you miss hire for a supervisory role or a leadership role than if you miss hire for a part-time or entry-level role in the business. It's much more costly at those higher levels of the organizational chart. You work hard in your business. On the Profit by Design podcast, we ask the big question. What has your business done for you lately? Hi, I'm Dr. Sabrina Starling. I'm the business psychologist, the author of the four-week vacation and the How to Hire the Best series, as well as the founder of Tap the Potential, where we coach entrepreneurs like you to design sustainably profitable businesses that give you more time for what matters most and more money in your bank account than ever. Because after all, we believe work supports life, not the other way around. Weekly on the Profit by Design podcast, we bring you tips, tools, and strategies from our own experiences and from the experiences of our guests who are entrepreneurial thought leaders and real life entrepreneurs, all to support you in making intentionally profitable and sustainable business decisions to live the lifestyle you desire. What role should I be hiring for next? That is such a common question that we get at Tap the Potential in our How to Hire the Best course and in our Better Business, Better Life program. Because the reality is when you have a growing business, you start to feel like there's so much for you and your team to accomplish. You have that feeling of we're at our capacity and we know we need to hire, but it can get really confusing as to which role to hire for next. And Honestly, hiring decisions are often made off the cuff because you're busy and there's not enough considerations given to cash flow, profitability, and how the individual being hired is going to support the profitability and the sweet spot of the business. So today I want to give you some parameters for how you determine your next hire, and some common situations that come up when it comes to hiring. One of those common situations that comes to us a lot at Tap the Potential is, I have someone who wants this role, but meaning they're sort of a fit for the role and they want the opportunity to work for you, but you know that there's something there that it's not exactly what the business needs. So I'm going to talk to you about how to handle that and how to negotiate that. And then another common question that comes up is, should I hire entry-level team members or should I hire a supervisor or both? Because you know you're, you're at capacity and you need to add people. And so, you know, which one should you hire first or should you hire all of them all at the same time? I'm going to walk you through thinking that situation through. And then I also want to share with you how to think about your current hiring decisions and how they will impact your profit six months from now. Because after all, this is a Profit by Design podcast. We need to be talking about profit and what you can do if you are in a situation where you have applicants trickling in for a role that you've been advertising for a while and none are meeting your criteria as to what you're looking for. So 
As we dive in, I want to share with you that we are doing something super special at Tap the Potential for our community right now. We are in Q4 of 2024, and we really want to support you in making sure that Q4 is as profitable and as productive as it could be for you to set you up for success going into the next year. And so we want to invite you to give us 20 minutes of your time take our Better Business, Better Life assessment. And when you come away from that assessment, you will come away with your personalized list of $10,000 an hour activities, the top two or three things that you can be focusing on right now in your business that will set you up to be more profitable and that will make the business run better for you so that you experience more ease and a higher quality of life because what's half the potential we believe work supports life not the other way around and we want to support you in working on the pieces in your business that are going to set you up for success and those are those ten thousand dollar an hour activities that set you up to be profitable so many times we see business owners working on the easy stuff the low-hanging fruit which actually doesn't move the needle. It's not going to make a difference for you six months from now. So when you take our Better Business, Better Life assessment, you'll come away with your list of your top $10,000 an hour activities to focus on that will make your business and your life better six months from now. Like, how awesome is that? And we will also give you a signed copy of my book, The Four-Week Vacation. So head on over to tapthepotential.com forward slash assessment and take that assessment. All right. So as we dive in to the big question of how do you determine your next hire? So I want to talk to you about setting you up for long-term success with your hiring. I don't want to give you Band-Aids. Band-Aids solve the problem in the moment, but they create more problems down the road. And so I really want to invite you to come at this from a longer term perspective. And I want you to think about your business sweet spot. And that's the intersection of your top clients, your unique offering and the systems that you put in place to serve your top clients. The only roles you should ever hire for in your business are those that serve the sweet spot. And that's a big deal because it is too easy to get really, really busy and you and your team decide we're at capacity we need to hire. But the reason you're really busy is because you have a lot of poor clients. You have those PETA clients that I was talking about last week on the episode. You have PETA clients. And if you were to get rid of your PETA clients, you might not be as busy and overworked and overwhelmed. And so we don't want you hiring because you're busy, because you're taking care of customers and clients who are a poor fit. So stop doing that and really pay attention to who do you need? What roles do you need on your team to serve that sweet spot? And I would really encourage you to make a hiring plan for the next year to two years. And the easy way that you can do that is when you identify what your sweet spot is and you think, okay, if we're going to 2x or 5x or 10x our sweet spot, whatever x feels right for you, what roles would we need to be able to accomplish that? And if you're thinking about just a year to two years out, I would say look at 2x, the sweet spot. And if you're going to look at that, then what roles are needed? And then as you do this accountability chart, really look at of these roles that are needed, 
put people in that are currently filling those roles. And you will see that probably yourself and several other team members are filling multiple roles. That's going to help you figure out what roles to hire for next. Because what we want to do when we hire is we always want to look at what are the lowest value activities that are consuming our time. So if you have that chart of $10,000 an hour activities, and by the way, If you want to get your hands on that chart, go to tapthepotential.com forward slash 10K and you'll see examples of $10,000 an hour activities, $1,000 an hour activities, all the way down to $10 an hour activities. And so you really want to look at what's on your plate and what's on your other higher level team members plates that is not a $10,000 an hour activity or even a $1,000 an hour activity. So anything that is below $100 an hour that's on your plate or other leadership team members that you have on your team. And look at those activities. Those are the things that you want to get off of you guys' plates so that you can focus on your highest value activities, the $10,000 an hour activities. So that will start to clue you in on where you need to hire next. And there's a good chance you'll see that there are multiple roles you need to hire for next. So don't put pressure on yourself and say, well, apparently there's four roles we need to hire for. So that's four full-time people. That would really explode our payroll and that would impact profit, right? That's not a good thing. So start with, if you can, part-time roles or independent contractors and ask yourselves, can any of these tasks be handled by part-time team members or independent contractors? And if so, I really encourage you to look at that because that will help you grow profitably. Where we see business owners really struggling as they go through the growth is that you end up hiring too many full-time team members. You make hiring mistakes. And because you're having to rehire, you have a lot of a loss of productivity and inefficiency. It becomes harder and harder to be profitable. And then if you're digging yourself out of two or three years of that, it is really hard to get to those target allocation percentages for profitability that are in the Profit First book. And so really look at, is there an opportunity here? Can we hire someone part-time to do some of these things? And I also encourage you as to hiring part-time or independent contractors first to help you build that hiring muscle. You have to learn. Hiring is a skill set. And I know so many of you have had these bad experiences and you have hiring PTSD. And you feel like, I don't know if I am scared to hire. And so the easiest way is to start small and that's hiring for part-time roles and independent contractors. And then you build your hiring confidence. And so in the How to Hire the Best course, we always tell you, you know, let's, if you can start with a part-time role, start there build your hiring confidence and get better and better at hiring A players and then move over to hiring A players for higher level roles in the business. Because the reality is, is you have much more at stake if you miss hire for a supervisory role or a leadership role than if you miss hire for a part-time or entry-level role in the business. It's much more costly at those higher levels of the organizational chart. So save that for when you've gotten your hiring muscle built up. And that's why when we offer the to hire the best course at Tap the Potential. And we tell people as you go through the How to Hire the Best course, you register and you pay for it once. You can go through it as many times as you want so that we can support you in really building your hiring muscle as you move through hiring A players at higher and higher levels of your organizational chart. And by the way, you can register for the How to Hire the Best course at tapthepotential.com forward slash course. Okay. 
So the other thing that I want to encourage you to be aware of as you're hiring is not to try to hire the mini me, right? The person who could just do everything that you do. That's not going to be a successful hire. The reality is, is you are doing a lot of things. You're probably doing some of those things poorly. They're not your strength. They're not in your sweet spot. They're not things you enjoy doing. And you're just doing them because you're trying to save money and not hire someone else to do them. So if you're going to try to hire someone who just can do all these things in your business that you're currently doing, you're hiring for a very broad, diffuse role in the business. And there's not going to be the clarity that you need around the results that you're looking for from the person. And you won't be able to identify who's going to be the right kind of person who will have the strengths to deliver those results. So get away from that idea of I'm just going to go hire the mini me that doesn't work out well. And so what if you're in this situation, and this is a real life case study that we had with one of our clients recently, what if you're in a situation where you have underperforming team members at entry level, and you're thinking, okay, do I need to hire a supervisor because I'm really tired of babysitting these underperforming entry level team members? Or do I need to hire the supervisor and entry level team members? Or maybe should I just hire the entry level team members? So first off, I'm going to tell you, don't hire a babysitter for warm bodies in your business. That is the worst profit move you can ever make because you're increasing your payroll because you're hiring at a higher level. That's going to be a supervisory role. And if you've learned how to hire an A player, so hopefully that supervisor is going to be an A player. Now you're putting an A player in the position where they have to supervise warm bodies. You're probably going to lose that A player. That's one scenario that could happen. Or you will quickly lose those warm body team members because that A player is going to have expectations and standards for them that they're not going to meet. So you're going to lose them. And now you have an A player who's questioning their leadership and management abilities. You're questioning their leadership and management abilities because was it them or was it the warm bodies or what happened here? So focus first on replacing the warm body team members. So hiring a babysitter for warm body team members is just compounding inefficiency in your business. And six months from now, when your profit and cash flow are worse off than they are currently, you're going to feel the pain of that decision. So focus on hiring the replacements for the warm body team members. Get a couple of A players in that role and then do you need, what kind of supervisor do you need at that point? They don't need to be a babysitter at that point. They probably need to be someone who's going to stretch and challenge those A players who are in the entry level position. So that changes the kind of person that you're looking for, for the supervisory role, because you're going to need different results out of them. And that's a good thing. And that's actually a decision that right now might feel painful in the moment, because it might mean that you, the business owner, have to do more work because you have to supervise these warm bodies and deal with them while you're trying to replace them. So you're having to hire and supervise and you really like to get all of that supervisory stuff off your plate. So short-term pain, you're going to feel that pain in the short term, but it's actually setting you up for more success six months from now when your cash flow is going to be better and your profit is going to be better because you slowed down and you hired the A players in that role. So what happens, though, if you're in this situation and it's been taking a while 
for you to find a players to fill these entry level roles. And that happens. So if you have applicants trickling in, there's two things that I would say you need to look at. Number one is your job ad. So is it written the way we teach you to write it in my book, the How to Hire the Best, the Entrepreneur's Ultimate Guide to Attracting Top Performing Team Members. I teach you how to write a job ad that speaks directly to the A players that you're trying to attract. And so if you've done a good job of identifying, here's the key result that I need to deliver in this role. And here's the type of person and the strengths that they're going to have to deliver that key result exceptionally well, day in and day out. And you've identified your immutable laws and you've spoken about that in your job ad, then that job ad should be speaking to your A player that you're trying to attract. So the first place I always say is if you're not getting the number of applicants that you want, let's look at your job ad. And we do that for you, by the way, in our How to Hire the Best course. So you can post your job ad. Caitlin Beaver and I, my colleague who helps me run the How to Hire the Best course, we will both look at your job ad and give you feedback on it to help you improve it. So if it's not the job ad, though, what else is it? Well, it's the visibility of the job ad. So are you getting the word out? So is there a social media campaign built around you being a great place to work, an employer of choice, and attracting those A players to your team? And so that doesn't just mean, oh, okay, now we need to hire. So we're going to post this on social media and hope (laughs) we're going to cross our fingers that people share our post and tag other people that they think would be a good fit for it. That's not how a social media campaign around this works. So again, we've got to think long-term gain. So there's going to be some short-term pain, but we're going for the long-term gain. So short-term pain is it may take you three or four months to really build up the momentum to get the applicants that you want because you need to do some groundwork where you are positioning yourself as an employer of choice. So what's an example of this groundwork? Well, when you and your team are doing something fun, take pictures and post it in social media. Celebrate your A players in social media. Get your A players to give testimonials about why they love working for you. Ask your team members to go on Glassdoor and review your company. Ask your team members to leave you Google reviews. All of that takes time, right? But it starts to position you so that a couple of months from now, you've worked on your reputation as an employer of choice so that when you post a job ad for the A player that you want, other people will see that job ad and say, you know what, I think my friend Mary would really like this opportunity. I'm going to tag Mary. So that helps to increase the visibility of your job ads. But the other thing that you want to do is to consider that you can't just be posting once or twice in social media about your team and the job ad. You're going to have to post it on an ongoing basis and really develop an entire campaign around this. And that requires some thought and strategy. We help you with that in the How to Hire the Best course. But That's what I really want you to think about if you have not been getting the results with your job ads that you would like to see and you don't have the A players coming forward that you would like to see. So again, it's painful to hear it that, you know, you're going to have to wait it out in the short term, but really you're setting yourself up to be in a much better position six months from now, because if you hire an A player and they do, and you're able to onboard them rapidly and they start performing that and that's happening six months from now, that's a great place to be versus, well, we couldn't find any A players. So we took on this one or two people 
they're so so and now you have all the performance issues right all the like you're trying to get them to do things and it's not they're not performing the way you want them to so they're requiring all this extra level of management that takes a lot of energy from you and the other a players on your team and that impacts efficiency in the business which impacts your profit six months from now so i really encourage you to always give yourself that question of if i make a choice now and it plays out well, what does that look like six months from now? Or if I make this choice now and it doesn't play out well, what does that look like six months from now? So we're using longer term thinking as we're looking at these choices in our business. And so the other thing that I want to talk with you about is the situation where I have someone who wants this role and they're kind of a fit. Actually, they're a pretty good fit for this one part of the role, but they want full time. And this, if they only do that one part of the role, then it's a part-time role, but they want full time. So how do I make this work? And should I try to make it work for this team member, this person who wants to be on our team? So before I answer that question, I want to share with you that we are doing something really fun on the Tap the Potential team. We have a brand new workshop coming up and it's called Unlocking Profit Potential, the power of A players and how to attract them for 10x growth in your business. This workshop is going to be so eye-opening for you with respect to when you make the right hiring decisions and the right choices in your business to set you up for success, say six months from now, how that impacts your profitability and your growth. So if you really want to hear my deep dive explanation of how to set yourself up for massive success with A players for 10x growth and attracting them and how that helps you unlock the profit potential in your business. You don't want to miss this workshop. So it's at tapthepotential.com forward slash workshop. There's This is a free workshop. It's going to be a small closed door Zoom training with me and Caitlin and other members of the Tap the Potential team. You're going to have the opportunity for me to teach. You're going to have the opportunity to ask me questions and I'll help you apply what I'm teaching in your business. And you're going to come away with your plan for hiring a player. So it's going to help you 10x the growth in your business. So register for that at tapthepotential.com forward slash workshop. Okay. So with that being said, I want to tell you that when you have a situation in your business where you have a role that you want to hire for and you have someone who wants to do it, but they can only do part of what you need and they want a full-time role or full-time position. And so they're not quite a good fit. And so you're left with that question of, gosh, I've got so much on my plate. It would be so easy. This person is a known entity. We've done business with them in the past. We know how they are and what they're capable of. Should I try to make it work with them? And the answer to that is no, you should not. And here's why. You always need to approach your hiring decisions from the perspective of what does the business need? What is going to be the right role to serve the sweet spot of the business and the profitability of the business? Because if you hire based on what the business needs, you are setting the business up to take care of you, meaning you'll be profitable, you'll have owners pay, you're setting the business up to take care of the team, and you're setting the business up to take care of the clients and customers. 
if you hire based on, well, this is easy because they're right here and they could get started and they can do part of what we need. You're not hiring for what the business needs. The business needs exactly what it needs. If it only needs a part-time person, not a full-time person, don't try to create a full-time position for the person who can do part of what you need, but now they want a full-time position, but the business doesn't need that, right? So when you make that decision, you're actually saying, I'm okay with us not being profitable. I'm okay with not having owners pay because this was the easy route. So don't go the easy route and really step back and you have to acknowledge for yourself, okay, we have this specific need in this business. This is what the role requires. It's possibly only part-time. And so that means you go and you look for the right person and don't just try to make it work just because you have someone who could step in and do some of it. It's actually going to lead to a lot of frustration down the road. So this situation comes up too around where you have a team member who's currently in a role and they're not performing well. They're asking for more hours, but you don't really have anything that the business needs that you can offer them. And so you can find yourself in that situation if you hire the person who shows up and says, yes, I want to help and I can only do part of what you need, but here's what I'm willing to do. But that person is looking for a full-time role. A few months from now, you're going to be in that place where they're not really performing all that well in their role to begin with. And now they want more hours and they're not a good fit for what the business needs. And it just becomes a huge extra burden on you and your management level team that doesn't need to be there. Okay, so you've heard me say this over and over throughout this episode now that as you're making hiring decisions, take that longer term perspective and think through how will these decisions that I'm making right now play out six months from now. So if we make the hire based on what the business needs, again, that's the sweet spot of the business. And you're looking at what the current team members are doing and what activities are $10 an hour, $100 an hour that need to come off the current A players plates so that you and your A players can focus on those higher value $10,000 an hour activities. That's going to tell you what the business needs. Then you create a job ad and a role in the business specific to those particular needs. And that's what you hire for. And you use really good hiring strategy that we support you in at Tap the Potential to increase your chances of hiring right and getting an A player. That is setting you up to be in a much better cash flow and profit position six months from now versus hitting the easy button and just hiring that person because they're kind of a fit or, you know what, I think I need to hire a supervisor to take care of my warm bodies. That's not going to set you up for success six months from now. So I hope what I've shared with you today has really given you some things to think about. And I really encourage you that hiring does not have to be hard. It is possible. I know it's possible to hire A players. And even if you have had bad hiring experiences in the past, when you use what we teach you at Tap the Potential on how to hire the best, we see it over and over again that business owners who've had bad hiring experiences in the past are hiring A players. And I cannot tell you how good it feels to have a team of A players and the difference in your leadership 
as you lead and manage A players. And I want to share with you a case study from one of our clients. And I just had the opportunity to do a leadership strategy session with this client. This is a client who's been with us about nine months. And we were doing his leadership strategy session and we were looking at his A player responses to our key team member survey. And he was marveling at what they were saying about his leadership. And he was reflecting on what it feels like to lead these A players versus how it felt nine months ago to be leading a team of warm bodies. And at nine months ago, he had multiple underperforming team members on his team. And he really grappled with that feedback that, hey, you're going to have to replace these warm bodies. This is not going to get better from here. And he made a decision that he was going to set the business up for success in the future by doing the things that felt harder in the moment, letting those team members go, replacing them and learning how to hire the best. He went through our how to hire the best course and he was able to get A players on the team. And so like that's just that's a drastic difference in nine months time as a leader of a business when you've been leading warm bodies. And when you're leading warm bodies, you really are vulnerable to going down that slippery slope of self-doubt because they make you question your ability to lead and they make you question, should you even be in business? Should you continue to try to grow the business? Maybe it's all you and there's something wrong with you. And if you can relate to that, if you've ever been down that slippery slope of self-doubt, you know, post a comment in the chat and let me know that you relate to that. And that was the big difference that he was commenting on. He was like, wow, it feels so different to lead this existing team that I currently have versus the team that I was leading nine months ago. And, you know, even in the midst of having to train new team members and onboarding, he's been through all of that with multiple team members now at this point, his life is easier and his life is better than it was nine months ago. So bite the bullet, do the things that are a little harder in the moment where you feel some pain, but that set you up for success long term. So as we close today, I want to share with you just a quick reminder, be sure to join us in our upcoming workshop, Unlocking Profit Potential, The Power of A Players and How to Attract Them for 10x Growth in Your Business. You can register for that at tapthepotential.com forward slash workshop. So don't miss an episode of the Profit by Design podcast. Make sure you're subscribed to the Profit by Design podcast on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on. Thank you for being here with me this week. Bye for now. Thank you for spending time with me today. Join me in our Tap the Potential Mighty Networks community at tapthepotential.com forward slash group. Share your aha moments from today's episode. Ask me questions and join in on the fun with your fellow entrepreneurs on the journey to designing sustainably profitable businesses that give you more time for what matters most and more money in your bank account than ever. Isn't it time you take your life back? And finally, share today's episode with a friend if you know a friend who would enjoy it. This is real life business. Keep your chin up, keep moving forward. You got this.